Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Hello. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hi, this is Angie. Hi, Angie. How are you? Scared to death. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be scared. You will be just fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to um, give a little time for some more people to get on the line. Can you say that again? I'm sorry. Okay, we're going to give a little time for some others to get on the call. Okay, all right. Now, what is your name? This is Aisha. Oh, hey, Aisha.
call the police. I'm sorry, but I need this. I'm on. I'm... The fire is on the all right, good evening, everyone. It is 8.05, um, and I want to welcome everyone on the call to the Delta Psi Epsilon Christian Sorority Incorporated Delta Omega chapter here in Philadelphia to our first Bible study in 2018. We are excited about what God is doing um, in our organization as well as in our chapter. Um, I am currently the National Vice President of Operations of Delta Phi Epsilon Christmas Authority Incorporated, and I uh, reside here in Philadelphia. So I am upholding the Delta Omega chapter here, which is a graduate chapter. Um, so I am overseeing that currently. So I'm excited about what God is doing and what he's going to do. Tonight we have a dynamic speaker who is very close to um, my family, and I, I have been hearing, and I know how God has been using her throughout the community. So I'm excited about what she has for us on this evening, and I'm in expectation. I don't know about you, but I'm in expectation um, to hear what God has. So without further ado... Um, she is on the call. I am going to um, turn the call over to her. But before I do, just want um, everyone to know that this is a recorded line. I want to ask everyone that if you are not speaking, to, um, please put your phones on mute, especially when the presenter is speaking, so that we can hear what she is saying. Um, so without further ado, I introduce to you our sister Angie. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, um, hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Angie. And uh, <coughs> I have to correct some things that Aisha just said. I'm not a speaker. <laughs> I'm a terrified Christian because the Lord has put some things on me that I'm not comfortable with. But out of obedience, um. I read the word and I give it to you as God gives it to me. So I need much, 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 much prayer tonight, y'all. I am scared. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> but I'm going to give you what God has given me, and I'm hoping that you can get something out of this. Um, he actually gave this to me about 15 minutes ago, so I'm asking for y'all prayer. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a teacher. I'm just a child of God and trying to be obedient even when I don't want to be obedient. I'm very honest about when the Lord gives me stuff. Um, um, just pray for me. <laughs> um, I, we're coming from a few different um, chapters and scriptures, but I need if someone can, um, if there's someone that can read it, my sight is not that great, um, but if you can, then I'll do my best. Um, the first thing we're going to read is um, Second Chronicles, um, the seventh chapter, and the fourteenth verse. Wait for me. Is there anybody that can read it? 
What was this picture? You're, there's a lot of background noise and it's muffled. So is I that for me? can't really hear you. I'm not sure who's that. Okay. Can y'all hear me now? Yes, I can hear you, but there's a lot of background noise, but I'm not sure. Um. I just took it off the speaker. Did that help? No, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure whose background noise that is. My phone. Okay, go ahead. Wait, what was the scripture? Second um, Chronicles, seventh chapter, fourteenth verse. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Amen. <laughs> this is a very, 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 very familiar scripture that we, those of us that are Christians probably have heard this all of our life. And we've, you know, we've heard people preach on um, um, us as being his people. We all know it says, if my people, his people are Christians, God's people. So he's talking to us. And he's saying to us, if we would um, call on his name, we all know that <laughs> we go through different situations in life and, and in the midst of going through things, in order to get through things, we got to call on Jesus' name. we got to call on God in the midst of whatever the situation may be. So he's telling his people that if we would just call on his name, and then we show, it's a step that we have to take. Not only just call on his name, <laughs> but then we got to humble ourselves. A lot of times <laughs> we have a tendency of calling on God for him to deliver us or fix situations for us. Um, but we don't want to humble ourselves. You know, he's, he's given us steps on deliverance from situations, problems, and, and, and things that we struggle with. So the first thing we as God's people have to do is call on him. And then we got to humble ourselves. And then not just humble ourselves, we got to pray. And then it says if you seek his face, which means that you go to God to know what his desires and what his dreams and, and hopes is for us. Seek his face and find out what he, he wants. Not our will, but his will for us. And then it says for us to turn from our wicked ways. You know, a lot of times <coughs> we as Christians have the tendency of believing that we don't have wicked ways. And we, or we, we, have, we may be doing some things that's not pleasing to God, and we don't think that it's wicked. But we hold on to those things because sometimes there's some things that's in us that nobody knows that's wicked. But we know it's wicked, and God knows it's wicked. And we hold on to those things, and we, you know, and we wonder why God is not answering prayer, and we wonder why God is not bringing deliverance in our lives. But it says to turn from our wicked ways. 
which lets us know that we have a tendency of believing that people that's in the world has wicked ways. But the Bible is letting us know, remember, he's talking to his own people. We have wicked ways to things that's in us that's not pleasing to him, and we hold on to those things because perhaps we feel like, you know, nobody knows or, well, it's not that bad or, well, everybody's doing it. So, you know, we, we hold on to it, and it's wicked. The Bible says wicked ways. And it says that once we make those steps, then God, Jesus will hear from heaven, and he will forgive us for our sins. Because, you know, we have sins. We have things that are not pleasing to God. He said he'll forgive us for those things, and then he'll heal our land. Now, we say, well, what is our land? Our land could be a situation with our children or our family or finances, or it could be something that we, you know, battle with, and it just seems like there's no deliverance in that area. <laughs> and it just seems like there's no <clears throat> there's no hope in that area. He says if we follow those steps, we, we come to him, we turn from our wicked ways. And here's another thing. Let me. We're going to go to... Um, Psalms, the first chapter, and the first and the second verse, if you could read that. Psalms 1, 1 and 2. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. I'm sorry, can you read three, two, please? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not with him, and whatsoever he doth, doeth shall prosper. Okay, going back to um, um, First Chronicles, talking about his people, the things that we, we need God to do some things for us, <laughs> but we don't want to give up some things. And he's letting us know that he'll heal our lands if we, you know, do step by step as he asks us to do. First of all, as God's people, we, he's telling us that we're blessed if we don't walk and the counsel of the ungodly. You know, a lot of times we feel like we can do this and that and be around this person and that person, people who we know for a fact are ungodly. We live in some horrible times now where, I'm sorry, right is wrong and wrong is right, and we find ourselves, if we're not careful, we'll start accepting wrong, and we'll start feeling like, what the ungodly is saying is okay. The Bible's letting us know that we can't sit in the council of these people. It's not that we better than them. It's not that we don't have any sin or that we don't do things wrong. But when you sit amongst ungodly people and, and they're saying wrong things and you know that it's against the word of God and it's against God's teaching, you you know, it tells us not to sit in the council. We, we can't walk in the council of the ungodly. A lot of times we want to sit in because we we feel like we need to be around people to, to have a friendship and, and make it in this world. But we, we're set apart. We're not supposed to be like the world. We're, 
we're in the world but not of the world. So what happens is God wants us to dismiss ourselves from the ungodly. We're supposed to be an example, a light to them. And it says and it stands in the way of sinners, which means that it's not that we don't sin, but we should not be comfortable with sin or people who commit sin. We should never be comfortable with it because we're supposed to stand apart. And we want God to do some things for us, but yet we don't want to give up things that's not like Christ. God hates sin. Then the next thing, and, and I need help on this one about sitting in the seat of the scornful. I'm not sure what that means, but um, maybe somebody can give us an in, uh, enlighten us on that. And it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. <clears throat> and it says that um, in the law of the Lord, and we do meditate on him day and night. And then it also tells us, like, you know, we, we should have a desire at all times, I was talking to my cousin today, and I was saying, you know how they say, oh, you're just a fanatic for God, and all you talk about is, is God, 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 this, and God, that. We should, you know, it said our delight should be with it, uh, about the laws of God, everything that God wants us to do. We can't get that way by being around the ungodly and the sinners and the scornful, because what, we, what happens is we don't realize it, but we eventually start to you know, have the same desires that they have if we continue to be around people like that. But yet we want God to heal some land for us, some situations for us. We got to separate ourselves from the scorners and the ungodly and the sinners. And he tells us, he promises us, if we do what he asks us to do, he made promises to his people. He said that he will, um, and whatsoever, whatsoever we do, it shall prosper. If we just keep his commandments, if we just lean on him and we, we depend on him for everything in spite of what the world is doing, we have to separate ourselves because we want God to do some things. We're going to go to um, Proverbs. This is the last one we're going to go to. We're going to go to, <coughs> excuse me, Proverbs, the sixth chapter, the 16th. And the seventeenth um, verse, Proverbs six, sixteen and seventeen. I'm gonna try to pull all of this together. D sixteen, D sixteen. The said, "Thus the Lord hates." Yea, seven are abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue. And hands that shed innocent blood. Um, okay, and you can read, um, I'm sorry, 18 to. And heart that devises wicked imagination, feet that be swift and run into mischief. And, and 19, I'm sorry. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brothers. Okay. We're going to go back to. First, Second Chronicles is my people. Remember, we just read, and uh, if my people who were called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn, turn. This is something that stood out to me when I was reading this. It says, "And turn from your wicked ways." A lot of times we sit and we say, "I don't have no wicked ways." 
lot of times we as Christians say we, we don't have wicked ways. But do you know, we just read the six things that God hates. And sometimes we have to sit and examine ourselves. Because you know what? There's some things in us that we, a lot of times we don't want anybody to know those things about us. But God sees our heart, and he knows the wickedness that lies in us. And sometimes we don't think that it's wicked. We might not think that a lying tongue. And sometimes we say, well, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a liar. But sometimes we have things that, that's not pleasing to God that's in us that we got to turn away from. That, that wickedness that's in us, we got to turn away from in order for God to heal our land. And we, and we hold on to things that we don't realize that it's wicked and that, you know, he said if we turn from it, which means we go to him and we ask him to take those things from us, a lion, a, um, the tongue, I'm sorry, what is it? The lips of truth. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong thing. Y'all forgive me. I'm getting nervous now. I'm sorry. A lot of times we don't realize that there's some things that we got to get delivered from as God's people in order for God to set us free in, in situations that we go through within our families or um, different situations. And we, we may say, well, I'm, I'm turning from this and I'm turning from that. But it could be something that we have had in us for years, for a lifetime, nobody knew about but God. And we, but we know. We know those things that are in us that's not like Christ. He said turn from it. And how do we turn from those things? First of all, we acknowledge the wrong that's in us, not so much from people, not so much in front of people, but to God. I'm back on it now, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, a proud look. You know, these are things that God hates. These could be things that are wicked that's in us. A proud look. And, we, you know, in this, it allowed me, it made me examine me. What's in me that's not like Christ? What's in me that I'm holding on to that I think that it's okay? Nobody knows but me. I, it might have been something that's going to have it in me for years, a childhood or whatever, and I'm still holding it, a lying tongue, a person that lies about stuff, um, and, and hands that shed innocent blood, you know, just do things against people, a heart of device, wicked imaginations. Um, we got to ex- um, examine this stuff. Is this me? Is this in me? Feet that swift to run to mischief. Now, that, that right there, you ever meet people <coughs> that love to hear something negative or things that's mischievous? You know that people are doing wrong against other people, and you're running to it, and you, you, you get excited about These are things that God hates. And so we got to examine ourselves. False witnesses speak lies against other people. Those are things that God hates. So it could be some, It could be something like that, that that's wicked, wickedness in our heart. He's telling us to turn from it. And then he will heal our situation. i got a situation right now in my home, and the Lord had to let me see. You know, sometimes I entertain gossiping. I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I don't speak about nobody but myself. Sometimes I sit down and I find I, I, I enjoy sitting down gossiping, and, 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 I, and I use another word. Well, it's not really gossiping. I'm just talking about, no, gossiping is gossiping. 
is wrong. And, and, and God wants me to turn away from that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the things who, that we take light and we find ourselves find this okay to accept sin. It's never okay to accept sin. God is against sin. God hates sin. Anything that God hates, we are to hate. Even if we feel like, you know, well, it's not that deep. We talk about homosexuality a lot. We're supposed to be against that. I tell my children all the time. I say, you know what? They ask me, why are you so against it? I said, because the word of God speaks against it. Now, here's the catch. I'm not going to mistreat a person. I'm going to show them the love of God. But when it comes to speaking the truth about wrong and about what God says is wrong, I have to stand firm on that, even if it means i got to be alone. Now, I can do it in love. To do, I'm, That's my job is to do it in love. But... I can never sit in the in the seat of the scorners and and ungodly. What I mean by that is find myself feeling comfortable doing anything that's against God because we want so much from God. We got so much for God that that, that we need to take to God for Him to heal in us, to fix in our families, the situations. There's a lot of things that we go through in life that we don't have no control of. We can pray about it and and and. And while we're praying about it, we're still worrying about it because we're not completely giving it to God. But he has steps to let us know how he's going to heal our situations. And a lot of times we don't want to surrender everything to God because we feel like, well, you know, I enjoy this and I enjoy that. But he's telling us this is how he will heal the lands, the situations that we have. I have children that need to be saved. And I have to turn from my wicked ways. First go to God and ask him to examine me. I have to examine myself and know those things about because nobody knows you better than you and God. So first we've got to find out what's in us that's not pleasing to him. And it might not even be something that deep. But if it's, if it's against God's word, it is deep enough for us to turn from it. How do we turn? First we acknowledge that we've got an issue, not to people, but to God. And then we tell God, we let him know, you know what, because this isn't pleasing to you, I'm asking you to remove this from me. Because only he can do that. But we have to have a desire and we have to have a hunger to be about his business and have a a love for him to, to know that he can change those things in us. We can't change ourselves, but God can change us. But first, we have to acknowledge, because he's not going to force us to change our ways. That's one thing about God. He, he, he gives us choices, and we, we make the choice on what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. But once we acknowledge and we make that decision that for God we're going to live, for God we're going to die, and we're going to live for him, and whatever's in us that's not right, we want him to remove because he says it's wrong, then that's when God begins to move. But we first have to acknowledge the wrong that's in us. We can't leave that up to the pastor and the sisters and the brothers. We know better than anybody the wrong that's in us. He said, turn from it. And and when I read this just a, a, not long before I called, I said, Lord, forgive me for my sins. And those things that are in me that's not like you, I'm asking you to remove them. If it's something that I'm comfortable with and I know for a fact that it's against your word, God, remove it from me. But we know better than anybody else. Those things that are in us, that's not like him. We know better than anybody else those things that is going to bring um, 
division between us and God. Because God, God can't accept sin. And the bottom line is <coughs> sin will send us to hell. Sin will bring division between us and God. And until we make up our minds that for God we're going to live, for God we're going to die, and if it means giving up all others, forsaking all others to live for God, that's what we have to do. It's not going to come overnight. It's not going to come overnight. And But we got to first acknowledge and, and, and examine ourselves and find out those things instead of sitting back. No, You know what's crazy? We could point sin out in everybody else. We can notice something somebody's doing of other people, but when it comes to us, we could be doing the same identical thing, but we could give excuse why we're saying and doing the things that we're doing. But it's no different. God has no respect of person. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's not a partial God. So we have to be careful of how we look at others, and as he said, take the beam out your eyes first. <laughs> and then you can see your way clear to, to, to minister to somebody else. But until then, we got to start examining ourselves because we want God to do so much for us. And he's waiting to do it. All he wants us to do is to follow step by step what he tells us to do, and we will see the result of us being obedient. Sometimes it's not, you know, we don't want to do this. This Bible study that we're having tonight, I don't know whether it's going to make any sense to anybody on here or whether it's ministering to you or not, but when I say that it scared me because I'm not a speaker and I'm not one to um, expand on the word except for as the Lord give it to me in my home. I'm not one to speak out to people, but because the, because I fear God, he told me I had to do it. I cried, y'all, because I said, Lord, this ain't me. I don't want to be a, I, you know how some people are speakers and they don't mind getting up giving the word. I've always been afraid. But I will tell you this, because I fear God more than I fear anybody on the phone. I don't know whether this Bible study is making sense to anybody or not. But I will tell you this, I fear God enough to say, you know what, I surrender. Because there's so much I need him to do for me. I need him to set my children free. I need him to save my children. So because of that, I did not allow the fear to overpower what I had to do tonight. I don't know if it's reaching anybody, but I do know that God's word is real. And if we want him to fix some things in our lives, we have to surrender. We got to, first of all, be honest with ourselves. Then we got to be honest with God because he knows the truth about us. He wants to set us free. He wants to save our household. He wants to uh, fix our finances and, and, you know, let us be the head, not the tail. But we got to be obedient. Even if being obedient don't even make it doesn't make sense to us, we still got to step out there and we got to do whatever God tells us to do. We're living in the last days. We're here. As long as we're alive, there's a purpose for us being here. We got to roll our sleeves up. It's going to be a lot of things that's not going to make sense to us. But just know one thing. God knows what he's doing, and there's some things that we want. So if we follow his rules the way he tells us to do it, I promise my life that God, his word don't come back void. And one thing about my God is he's not a liar. What he said he can do and what he said he will do, he is going to do. But there's things that we got to do. We can't just expect him, not that he can't do it, but because he gives us the freedom of choice, he wants us to follow the rules just like this out of obedience and then watch him work.
Watch how how powerful he is. Some of the things we've been praying for years about. Perhaps maybe because we haven't turned from our wicked ways. Some things have not been answered because we feel like this situation that we're in, like, you know, some wickedness that's in us is not really that wicked. You know, I wouldn't call it wicked. But God said, turn from your wicked ways, <clears throat> and then he will heal our land. God's not a lie. So if our, if our land is not healed, our situation is not healed, then we need to be examining ourselves. Is there something in me that's not pleasing to you? Is there something in me that I need to acknowledge about me? Not not my children, not my mother, not my pastor, not my co-workers, but is there something in me that's not pleasing to you? The kind of God that we serve, he will reveal to us those things that's not like us, him concerning us. So we have to be careful and we have to be willing to let God show us ourselves so that he can heal our land. Some of the stuff that we lose and sleep over, <laughs> we have restless nights, and some of us even go as far as they have to take a drink or, so, or take a sleeping pill because we can't rest because the problems are so bad and it's so rough and it's, it's so overbearing that we can't handle it. It's because we won't turn from our wicked ways. He said he's going to heal our land. He's going to heal our situation. But we got a job to do first, and our job is to seek him. And, you know, and, and, and to turn from the wicked ways. The, the most thing that stood out in that scripture that I read today was turn from your wicked ways, and then I will heal your land. Forgive your sins first, because we all got sin, and then I'm going to heal your land. And let me tell you something. <coughs> Obedience is better than sacrifice, I'm telling you. Last night we had Bible study. I didn't want to have the Bible study because I fight God a lot. I want y'all to know. I want them rebellious ones, the one he got to beat down. And then I said, oh, I've been beating hard. No, God, help me. All right, I'll do it. I'm one of those kind of people. So I had to get a, a terrible whooping and then open up the doors and had a Bible study. And let me tell y'all something. When I woke up this morning, I've been tormented for about a couple of weeks because I was running. But when I woke up this morning, when I said a peace came over me, my situation hasn't changed at all, but God brought a peace this morning that I'm telling you from obedience yesterday. Of course, I had to be beat up in order to be obedient. Don't think I just, I, I want kicking and screaming, y'all, for real, for real. But eventually, I, I lost the fight, and I gave in. And, and the peace that I experienced today was worth it. So I'm just saying we, don't, <coughs> we can surrender to God and let him do what he's going to do. We're not perfect people. That's why he points out things to us about ourselves so that we can let him change those things in us. We don't have to walk around letting the devil bind us, brushing stuff under the rug, because that's, that's another thing. The devil uses those secret things that we keep in secret to keep us in bondage. But you know what? When you start exposing the devil for who he is, what do I mean by exposing? Telling on yourself. I ain't even talking about the people. But say, you know what, God, I have a spirit of, I, I lie, and I shouldn't be a liar. Or I do this, or I do that, those, those things that God hates. But I'm going to ask you to remove those things from me. We, we expose those things that the devil trying to make us feel comfortable in and watch and see the deliverance that will come in our lives. And, and, and when it comes, it's, a, it's a, such a peaceful 
thing is like, oh, my God, I've been fighting this for so long, and all I had to do was surrender things that only God could fix in us. We can't fix those things, but we can acknowledge those things that's not right in us. And once we acknowledge it and we let God know that we are against whatever he's against, watch and see the miracles, the the, 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 the deliverance <laughs> and the peace and the joy that he brings to us. He made promises to his people. He's not a liar. He got, He has to fulfill his promises. But we, in return, have to do what's right. It's okay to be in the crowd and not be a part of the crowd. We don't belong with the crowd. We're supposed to be the example. Everybody's fitting in now. We're not supposed to fit in. We're not supposed to be comfortable with sin. We're not supposed to be comfortable feeling like it's all right to just, well, well, it's not that bad. You know, we, we just take it to the extreme. No, we have to take it to the extreme because we're living in the last days. Roll your sleeves up and get to work. And, you know, that's all I can say, but y'all pray for me. I hope that you got something out of it, and I hope that it ministered to whoever was, whoever needed it to minister to them. And thank you guys for this time. Amen, amen. Thank you. Um, so that, um, I truly enjoyed that and got something out of it. I actually posted something earlier um, this morning that God laid on my heart to post about making a choice mm. to choose Him today. Mm. Um, and I was saying that, you know, it's been a trying journey, and people yeah. want to see, they want to, they like and try, they like to see and try to, you know, as you want for the sin. But mm-hmm. it's a choice that we make today, my God. So this that was right on point. Um, it was on point with Sunday's Bible study. I taught um, Bible. I'm sorry, not Bible study. I taught Sunday school on Sunday. It was on point with that. With um, our quarterly lesson is acknowledging God, but Sunday it was there is no God like you, and it was mm. talking about um, Solomon and his posture for prayer and how there was an order to prayer and how you had to acknowledge the wrong first and then repent mm. and surrender. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it all, this all fell from Sunday to today, what God has had on my heart. So I thank you for that. Um, it's a lot that I can point out in here that you talked about. I had choice in there. The, the thing you said first about turning from my wicked mm. ways. I like how to think about you said what our land is because a lot of times you think about the land as a place, but you talked about how land could be situations as well. Yes. So, listen, my God, I truly was blessed by it today. Um, It was right on point. It was right on point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Anyone else have any comments? My God. What I a beautiful, beautiful. What a beautiful word. See, don't tell, don't tell people that you're not a speaker. God, all of us are speakers, and you had a beautiful word. God bless. Yeah. You all know who I am, right? Yes. You know who, yes, you know who this is. Guys, is out there, and I enjoyed everything, 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 and it made me think. Said, Lord, help me to examine myself. See where I'm coming short, and we all—that's what we all have to do. 
That's all I got to say. Hey, man, anyone else? I just want to encourage the young lady because she did explain what scoffer is. So when you're afraid, you know, and that's when God can really use you, and you explain what a scoffer is, person that sits, run their mouth, uh, uh, um, put people down, always trying to save face, that they don't do no wrong. When we chime in, that, that's you, you said it was gossip. These are the things that God hates. You done already said it, so mm-hmm. I say well done. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? My God, everyone, I'm going to pray out um, of this. Eternal Father, we thank you for the opportunity of coming together to hear your word that you have given our sister Angie to give to us on tonight, God. We thank you for giving her a word to give us, um, letting us know that if we just turn from our wicked ways, that you will heal whatever situation we are going through, God. We thank you for um, letting us know that you are still in the midst and that it's a choice that we can make, God. If we just acknowledge, repent, surrender it to you, you will help us with the situation, God. And we know that it's not going to happen overnight. We know that it's a process, God, but we thank you right now in advance for what you are going to do, God. So we just thank you um, for um, what you have done tonight, for what you have given us. We thank you um, for our sister Angie, God, whatever she stands in the need of. God, we just ask that you bless her for her obedience, God. We know that she um, didn't want to do it, God, but because of her, her obedience, we ask that you give her special blessing on tonight, God. So we ask that um, you intervene in the situations. We know that you have done it before, and you are a God that will do it again, God. So we trust you, God. We stand on your word, God. We stand on your promises, God. For you said that you would never leave us or forsake us, God, as long as we acknowledge you. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you once again. We love you and we adore you. Lord, as we go our separate ways, we ask that you bless each and every one of us, bless each and every one on the line, God, for um, their time that they took out to be on the line, God, to hear what you have for us, God. We thank them for that. We thank you for allowing them um, to be on the line with us, God. We ask that you um, give them a special blessing as as well, God. And as we depart, God, we ask that um, you protect us and bring us back at the appointed time um, that you have for us. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. 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 So I thank everyone again for being on the line. Um, Our next Bible study is in June. We have... um, our Bible study on a quarterly basis. So our next Bible study is in June, um, and it's the, always the third Thursday. So if you would join us then, yeah. that would be great. So once again, thank you, Sister Angie. Thank you, everyone, for thank being you. on the line. And God bless each and every one of you. God bless you all. Good night. Good night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.